Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of Financial Thoughts, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Desilu, um, and we're going to get into a new episode this today, episode 7. Um, and today, basically what we're going to look at is uh, what I would call, I probably didn't make it out, but I'm just going to call it that, um, the FBA toolbox. So the FBA toolbox is, is the stuff that you need um, month to month. It's usually like monthly, monthly um, subscriptions and stuff like that. Um, and basically what they what these things do that I'm going to get into is they maximize your sales um, that you can get on Amazon FBA so just a quick note um, yeah it's going to be another FBA episode Um, I just wanted to not every episode will be an FBA episode um, but I just wanted to kind of get across um, or have a whole plan of really how to sell on it on using Amazon FBA Um, just because it's the thing I'm doing at the moment so it's the thing that's the most fresh in my mind. Obviously, when I do new stuff, you'll hear about that as well. Or if I'm researching stuff, or if you've got any questions, obviously put them through as well. Um, so anyway, back to the matter at hand. So yeah, so the FBA toolbox is basically, it's just the best way you can maximize your profits. Um, and it's stuff I've kind of learned as I've gone, because when you start, the, you, the, informa- the information's probably, is, the information's there, but to get it all in one place, um, it can be quite difficult to find and there's there's always stuff that gets left out so I'm going to try and cover everything um, so some of this stuff it will be you know there'll be monthly subscriptions um, but obviously everything there will really you know it, it will get you the most kind of it, it will be worth it do you know what I'm saying so if, if I pay a monthly subscription for £40 I'm not just paying it just you know to have stars on my name or whatever like i'm paying it because it's going to make more than that 40 pound so everything's there for a reason um all right so first of all um well i mean in, in total actually i could tell you that i, I probably pay over what two two hundred to about three about 300 pound i pay a month um for these different things um so obviously it's not it's, it's maybe not something that you want to just jump into and just take all my recommendations straight away. Like research them for yourself. Um, make sure that they're the they're the, the best ones you can get or they the best for you because obviously if you're just starting, um, you know I'm I'm two years into it so I'm I'm two years ahead so my the stuff I'm paying for it might not be valid for you if you're just starting up. But it's stuff just to keep in mind and just to think about. So when you grow. Um, maybe it'll be worthwhile to do this thing. But anyway, let's get into it, man. All right, so first of all, when you start with Amazon, um, you can have, there's two types of accounts. So you can either have like what they call um, a basic account or a pro account. So the basic account, um, what, what, what it's, it's just like you can sell, but it's designed if you're just selling little bits and pieces. So essentially, if you're selling under 35 items per month and it's worthwhile, um, it makes sense to do that because what they do, they give you a, a, ch- a fee of 75p per per item. That's that's on top of all the other fees that you've got. So if you've got FAA fees um, and what's the other one, referral fee and all that. So the 75p is on top of that. So the next step up is the pro account. So this costs rough uh, around £30 a month. I mean, it's, they put on the website as £25 excluding VAT. So 20%, roughly, I think it's £30 um, that you've got, you got to pay for that. So that's right, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's £30. 
Um, yeah, that business degree is coming in handy. Um, so yeah, so, so you pay £30. So obviously it makes sense to because if you pay that £30, you don't have to pay the 75p per item. So all the items you can list up, exclude that fee. You don't, don't have to worry about that fee anymore. So as soon as you sell over the that threshold, then you might as well um, just do the pro account. But what I would say is that if you, if you really want to just go in um, and take this thing serious, then you probably should just start with a pro account anyway because you get a, you get a few features here and there. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't really use them. I think you get more expanded features on the, on the seller app. Um, I think you can sell in Europe as well, which is good. Um, and what's, there's, there's, just a, there's a few bits and pieces, not really game changers, but there's a few bits and pieces that could help you. But the reason why I say that you should, you should um, just go in with it, if, if, if you are planning to sell up a business, if you're just dipping in your toe, then yeah, sell a couple things and pay the 75p or whatever. But if, you, if you're looking to really go in um, and make a business out of this or make a, you know, a secondary income or whatever, then you might as well, because what will happen is that you'll get a certain, if, hopefully if you're successful or, or you, you kick it off quite well, you'll get a certain sales velocity, which will mean that you're, you're gonna sell, um, you're, you're selling a lot, uh, like, how do I explain, how do I explain it? Um, you're selling, more, basically, if you're, if you're starting up, you're selling more than kind of what Amazon would expect you to sell. Do you know what I mean? So, so if you go straight in and you're and you're you've got a good budget or whatever, and you buy fifty items or whatever, um, and those start selling quite well, then the sales velocity is going to be more than Amazon expect just from a basic account. Which the basic account is just supposed to be for your average person who's selling the odd thing here and there, like like you might do on eBay. Um, but with a pro account, that means that you're looking at this as a business. So, if you do get the sales coming in, what what they'll do is they'll suspend your account. And they'll say, "Hey, wait a minute! You need um, you need a UTR number, which is a unique tax reference. You need to be self-employed, or you need to have a limited company, or whatever." And they'll actually suspend your account. So this this happened to me. Um, I think I talked about it on another podcast, um, but it's horrible because you, you've got the sales and you think you've got the system working, and then all of a sudden they're like, "That nope, you're suspended," and you don't really know what the reason is. You don't know why you're suspended, whatever. So when it happened to me, my heart was beating like I thought <laughs> I thought my my whole thing was over, or my Amazon thing was over. Um, so it's a horrible experience to go through. So to avoid that, just set things in place from the jump, from the start that um, will kind of counteract this. Um, so start as you mean to go on. Um, so if you do that, um, get the pro account and just, just go in. I mean, it's 30 pound a month, it's not, it's not crazy. Um, so I would, I would just do that. Plus, it, I'm not sure if you need it to sell in Europe, but if you do, um, then it's a no-brainer because you only need a couple of sales in Europe just to make it worthwhile. So you might as well do that. Um, so yeah, so that's thirty pound. <laughs> you might have to pay for that. Um, all right. So again, talking about the start, how you mean to go on thing. Um, you'll need some form of accounting. So I, I again, like I kind of learned this the hard way because when I was when I was doing eBay, I wasn't really keeping up with my accounts and. Um, I mean, it got to a point where I had to, at one point, um, which was like the last couple of years I was doing it. Um, but before then, my accounts were all over the place. And then what it means is that when you do have to sort out your accounts, it's, it's just, it's a mess, like it's a nightmare. Um, so now I've got an accountant and I pay, um, I pay like 72 pound a month. So he'll, he'll do my taxes, my HM, uh, all the HMRC stuff. 
um, the VAT, I'm, I have to be registered for VAT, which if you were, if basically if your turnover is over 84, 83 or 84 grand um, a year or in the last 12 months, then you have to, you, by law, you have to get registered for VAT. So unfortunately I had to do that. Um, but with that, I, don't, I mean, I didn't want to get into the VAT, but I might as well get into it a little bit. With that, what you can do, if, if you do get to that point, traditionally it's, it's supposed to be like the, you can claim 20% off of everything you buy. All your stock, you can claim 20% off. But you, again, you have to pay 20%. And also you have to do this every three months. It, obviously it will involve a lot of filing, a lot of paperwork, etc., etc., And you've got to calculate the 20% and keep all your receipts and all that. So what I do is a flat rate, um, it's called a flat rate scheme, VAT flat rate scheme. So if you check on the HMRC website, there'll be a lot of info about that. But essentially what it means is that instead of me claiming back uh, the 20%, I don't claim back anything, but I only pay 7.5% on the, um, in, instead of the 20% that I should pay. So what this, what this means is that like, it, it just one it makes the paperwork a lot easier i mean it's an official tax rate it's not it's a tax uh, thing it's not, it's not like there's a loophole or whatever the percentage will depend on what you sell so certain things you sell might maybe be lower some most of them are higher but i think roughly it's around between 6.5 and maybe 10 percent or something like that you'd have to pay so my personal one is 7.5 percent um so so yeah it just makes the paperwork easier and I think that you save a, a little bit of money um, doing it. It doesn't make sense for like service industries because their one's quite high. So their one's like 16% they've got to pay. So it doesn't make any difference for them. So they might as well just be on the normal one. But for us or for people selling uh, goods, um, it just makes a bit more sense. So, so that's what I do. Um, so an accountant for me is it's worthwhile. Like paying that £72 a month is, is yeah, I, I don't mind doing that. Um, just because of the time that it saves, I don't have to learn the whole accountancy thing or whatever. Um, but you don't necessarily have to get an accountant straight away. What you can do is sign up to QuickBooks, which I'm signed up to as well, or, or something similar to that. And what, what that means is that once you set up properly, your accounts will just kind of run themselves. So obviously get your get a separate bank account. If you're, if you're just starting up, get a separate bank account for it. Um, and get some kind of online accountancy software so that but it will track everything that goes into your account and you can label the costs and, and do all that and then you'll know what your numbers are and your figures are you do get good statistics from the amazon seller central anyway um but with this it, it just gives you an all-round kind of thing because obviously you don't uh, with amazon seller central they don't know what you're spending necessarily they just know what the turnover is um so so if you want to work out your profits and all that kind of stuff you need quickbooks and you will need it at some point anyway um because you will have to do your self-assessment so don't get caught up with that if you don't want to do it then just get the accountant um and if, if you're just paying an accountant to just to do your self-assessment for example because obviously you won't need to be VAT registered straight away so if you're just paying self-assessment i think it's something like four, you can get a decent one to do it for like four or five hundred pound or you could do it yourself um either way so it just depends it just it just depends how you want to do it um but for me it just makes sense just having the accountant month to month can ask some questions whatever so that's why i prefer um so next uh, another one we talked about uh, by the way quickbooks costs like uh not much like 10 20 pound a month accountancy software you shouldn't pay more than that anyway 
So that's that's not a great deal. Um, and if you do do it for an account like mine, he gets a good deal on QuickBooks. So I I think I pay five pound a month or something. Um, it might even be included in the fee. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, okay, so next one next one is alright. So so back to the more I guess not as boring tax and money stuff. Um, FBA Wizard. I've mentioned it. I mentioned how to use it on a previous podcast. So this costs forty seven pound. Um, and what it, what it will allow you to do is to search um, shops or search retailers or whatever. So it's perfect for arbitrage. So you can search these shops and you can get like the the products, the criteria that you want, the profit that you want, blah, blah, blah. And you just go through it and pick out the products um, to sell. So like I said, £47 a month. If you find like five products or something like that, you, depending on how much. If you find one, one product, technically you can make your money back. Um, but say you find five, ten, whatever. Um, so FBA Wizard, it's, I would say it's pretty essential to me anyway, like to find, to find products. Although saying that, once you once you get kind of, especially once you move to wholesale, um, you don't need it as much. It depends where your money's going. But I still definitely do searches with it, um, and I do use it. And another thing is that you can search European prices. Um, if you want to expand it to America, you can um, have FBA Wizard. Uh, for the American market, so you can check American stores and, and that kind of thing. So there's there's a lot to it, um, and there's a lot of techniques which I've discussed on a on a previous podcast. So for me, it's essential. Like I know, I know you definitely can do it without it, but it's just the amount of time that you save and the the. I mean, there's some deals where I know that I wouldn't have got them. There's no way I would have found them without FBA Wizard. So for me, as long as the as long as the um, what do you call it? The the money coming in from whatever I'm paying for covers itself. Then it's always going to be worth it. And I don't think there's been a month where FBA Wizard hasn't found me at least a couple of products that have covered themselves. Um, what what you can also do as well, which I like, is that say around Christmas time or any time actually, they might have deals, buy one get one freeze or whatever. So you can just search those deals, and you get the best offers from that deal, um, which puts you well ahead because sometimes there could be thousands of products. Um, eligible for that deal so it can put you well ahead of other people that are searching manually so for me it, for me it's a, it's a no-brainer like i'll definitely do it there's a two-week trial i'm not getting anything from <laughs> recommending it i'm just telling you that it's, it's, it's a pretty good um thing to have so that like i said so that's 47 pound so what are we on one uh, about eight, 80 something already of all the stuff that we bought 80 something pounds um uh, so next we got oh yeah also let me say with fba wizard as well um, the next step of that is that you can get, you can hire people to actually do the searches for you. So I don't do this personally, but I know that people do it. Um, so you can you can hire people from the Philippines or similar countries, and what they do is that you teach them how to do the FBA searches, and then you say to them, all right, cool, like you know, give me three hours a day or whatever it is, or come up with X amount of products. Um, and then I'll pay you, um, and it's usually not much, it's probably three or four pound an hour or something like that. Um, so obviously if you're doing that and they find you even one product an hour, then you know it's more than worth this while. But for me, it's just, I mean, it doesn't, for me it doesn't take that long, so I wouldn't, I, I, would, I don't know, I don't know, what, I wouldn't necessarily want to pay someone to do it. Maybe when, maybe if I'm, getting completely hands off the business and I'm doing other stuff then I'll do it 
Um, but for me, it's not that time consuming, so I wouldn't necessarily pay. I might try it just to see what it's like. But FBA Wizard allow they have a facility that allows you to do that, so you can let let those people log in and just see a certain amount of uh, your account, and they can do the searches and whatever. It costs like I think it costs another twelve pound a month or something. Um, so you can do that. So they're called I think they're called virtual assistants. Um, so yes, yeah, so you can do it like that, or you could you can even train someone you know. Um, and get them to do it in their spare time or something like that if, if it's really that much of a concern because I can understand actually because, because I don't work full time and do this like I do this full time and do other bits um, so if you are working full time maybe you haven't got the time to do it maybe it's, maybe it's an idea if you want to keep it completely hands off um, but yeah just, just an idea there um, so another one is cashback site so th this is this is crazy important like this like in terms of just maximizing the amount of money that you can get so what is is there's these there's these sites top cashback um quid co and then even like nectar cards club uh, club tesco club cards all these things so basically what they do is they I mean, you probably know what they do every time you spend a bit of money they give you a percentage off. So you can get occasionally you can get some really good deals on top cashback where they might even you might even get 10 20% back. Um, I've seen that before. Uh, with Nectar, even with Nectar, sometimes they'll do they'll do boost where you get 10 times the points. So I haven't actually done one for a while. They need to do that still. Um, but you can get like 10 times the points. Like club card do it as well. If you buy certain products, you'll get 2,000 club card points or whatever. So there's some really really you know you can come across some really good deals. So Obviously, if, if we're buying arbitrage, we're spending a lot of money doing it. Um, we're spending a lot of money in these shops. So the amount you can get is is crazy. And I think that you can also sign up to like the pro accounts where they give you a little bit extra on top cash back and quid card. They're only like £5 a month. Um, not £5 a month, £5 a year. And that, that even that comes off what you earn. So technically, it's got to be worth it once you earn that to pay it, if you know what I mean. Um, so with top cashback, I've earned like... 1200 nearly 1300 pound in total over the last couple of years um nectar card loads like because i because i do a lot of i buy off ebay and sell on amazon so I, I don't know how much exactly um but i would say that that could be close to a grand easy um and that's only within a, probably a year and year and a bit um and then quid coal maybe like 400 and then club card i just got some vouchers for like 180 but you know i'd get vouchers every now and then and just pay for more stock with them um so that's probably that's at least i don't know uh, at least 500 let's say so all in all you're looking at over two grand of stuff i was doing anyway like i'm not doing it necessarily because of cashback i'm just doing it anyway like i'm buying these products anyway because i've seen them on fba wizard or i found them however i found them so it's this is a complete no-brainer because it's just extra money um in your pocket really so yeah, like def definitely do that. Definitely 100% do that. Um, what I might do actually is I'll put a link because um, they have like telefriends on uh, top cashback and quidco and all that. So I'll put links and I think if you sign up using that, maybe you can you get a bit of extra money or whatever. You, but if you sign up already, then obviously don't worry about that. Just use it. So all, you, all you've got to do with them is like before you buy something, go to the website, go to top cashback, for example, Type in Tesco, search for Tesco, Tesco. Well, I don't think it, Tesco's a bad example because I don't think they're actually doing um, cashback on Tesco. But whatever. 
<laughs> well, because I think uh, Tesco do club cards, so maybe they, they don't want to do that. Um, but like, say say something like Argos or whatever, maybe it's only a couple percent. So type in Argos and then you click through their link. So they'll say, all right, cashback. If you want cashback, click here. So you click there, it takes you to the Argos site, purchase what you were going to purchase anyway, and then you get your 2% or whatever it is. Um, so it's just it's just money back. And then it, obviously if you want to extend that as well, sometimes banks do offers. So Santander have offers with certain shops where you can get 5% off here and there. Um, or you can have American Express cards where they give you cash back on purchases or well, there's certain credit cards that do that. So if you really want to extend it, you can, you can do that as well. So yeah, so it's, it's possible to get like big percentages off of... Uh, you know big purchases so it's definitely definitely something to um to take into account and it doesn't really cost anything at all it makes you money so that's something that you it's almost it's not essential you don't have to do it but i would re definitely recommend it like two grand's it's not essential that you make two grand but it's nice isn't it um so next we've got uh all right so yeah let's do so we'll say the, the price changer so what Basically, when I started with Amazon, I spent a lot of time looking through um, all my products. So all the products I'm selling, I'm looking through them. And at the time, I maybe had 20 or 30. So it wasn't, it wasn't that much of a headache to look through them. Um, so I looked through them, and the purpose of that being that I need to check the price because if you know about Amazon, prices are in complete, are in constant fluctuation. So they're always changing, always flowing. People are dropping their prices, people are raising their prices, etc., etc. So um, Amazon is very price sensitive in terms of how you sell. So if you want to sell, you need to be the most competitive price, at least for Prime anyway. And sometimes you might not want to be the most competitive price. You might want to let the person who is sell out and then everyone has to come to you because you're the next one so you can even do it like that so but either way you need to always be monitoring your your prices and make sure that they are competitive or that, that you're standing back or whatever your strategy is you need to constantly be monitoring them and obviously that's quite time consuming because pe prices are constantly changing like i'm talking about every 10 minutes every hour like they're constantly changing so uh, like you would have to look at your phone constantly or your computer just constantly just to keep up with it um, so for me I got to the point where I was like no man this, this is a bit too much so um, so what, what you can do um, you can go to another website and you can um, you can pay for a price changer so this is like an automatic price changer so I use one that's called App Eagle so what this does is anytime there's a change in the price your price will react to that so if I'm selling my thing for £50, I've got like competitors, they're also at £50. If they then drop to 49.99, for example, my price will autom automatically drop to 49.99 if I've set my parameters like that. So what, what you do with the parameters is you set a minimum, pri a minimum price that you want or and a maximum price that you're looking for. Um, and if someone drops their price and it's within the minimum price, then um, you'll drop with it as well. Do you know what I mean? If it goes below the minimum price, then you'll stay where you are. So that's that's you're waiting for that person to sell out, and then hopefully it'll come back in. Doesn't always work, doesn't always work like that, but that's what you're hoping for. Um, so the one I use, um, you can set different parameters. So maybe you don't want to compete with people that aren't prime, for example, which is a big thing. So people that merchant fulfilled, which we talked about before, which aren't using a prime FBA system, they're just shipping out themselves. They've usually got a lower price, so you don't necessarily want to compete with them. Um, 
because if you compete with them, it, it won't really make any difference. Like you can be more expensive and still get what you call the buy box. Um, the buy box, if I haven't explained it before, is when you when you go on Amazon as a shopper, um, it will say say you say you go on an item that you like, a video game or whatever. It will say buy it now, or buy it now or whatever, or add to basket. So the button on the main page that says add to basket, that box, what like who? is selling that product is the buy box, right? So there could be 10 different competitors. So the one that um, is there, the one that you buy from when you click um, add to basket on the main page, um, that means they've got the buy box. So a lot of the time, Amazon have the buy box, which means that they get the most sales. Um, but sometimes Amazon aren't on the listing or they're too expensive or whatever. So um, a normal seller like you or me are, is able to get the buy box and the reason why the buy box is so important because the percentage of sales you get just from being on the buy box are ridiculous it's something like 90% or 80% of people would are going to buy because you've got that so if you haven't got that you've got you know there's less chance of you selling your product and if it is the same price and it's all the criteria is the same it's the same prime seller etc then you share the buy box which means half of the time you get it half the time the other the other seller gets it or other sellers or whatever it is um but yeah it's very crucial so that's why this price change is very important because it if you haven't got the buy box you're basically nowhere like you're not going to sell no way until the other person sells out um so it's very crucial to do it so i actually pay a hundred and something 110 pound or something for, for my price changer there's cheaper there's definitely cheaper ones um and i think that amazon's even got a free one but a lot of them as far as i know like they don't go up or they're a bit slow or whatever so i just wanted to get the best one i could get um and then yeah and so i could i could maximize the profits and the jump in profits is crazy because if you think about it, they're constantly changing i've got like 100 130 something listings now um so all those prices are in uh, which are fluctuating anyway on amazon are being constantly changed by my price changer whether it's up or down do you know what i'm saying so you're getting the maximum price at any time that you can get for these products so it's it's pretty much essential and i would say that it definitely makes that 100 pound back um maybe i could go cheaper to be fair but i just yeah i, I just i kind of like this one i'm used to it um and also you know it covers all of europe so it's not just 130 listings it's like all my european listings as well um so that's another 100 or something um listings it's the same they're the same products but obviously they're european listings so it counts as an extra listing um yeah so all those are covered as well so price changer you might not want to spend that much money especially from the jump and i wouldn't recommend it if you've only got a couple products anyway that you're selling um so i'll probably hold off on it um the thing quick note is that the amazon one um i think it's a bit like it's, it's not that great like because because remember it's an amazon thing it's an amazon product so amazon just they don't care they just want to shift units and they want to get your um your referral fees and all that so they're not too bothered about the price going down by five pound or whatever but you might be bothered you might want the extra five pound per item do you know what i'm saying like that could be a lot of money so i don't think that they necessarily go up i think they just go down i'm not 100 sure about that um but it is free so maybe it's worth trying i don't know so <laughs> give it a go but either way a price change is is very important um so the other thing, the final thing, is uh, prep centers. 
So the main kind of um, hold on. The main busy work of Amazon or running this business is well, it might it might not be to start with, but it, it kind of is. Um, is like the packaging part. So the standard model is that you you order stuff from wherever Argos or maybe a wholesaler or whatever. You get that stuff at your house. Then you've then got to, you've got to transfer that to possibly bigger boxes or get all your stock in one box or whatever it is. Um, you've got to label the products, maybe poly bag them. Like there's all different types of preparation that you might have to do. Um, then you've got to wrap them up. You've got to wait for the UPS guy or drop drop it at UPS drop off point drop off point. So you've got to do all that. So that that it's, it can be quite time consuming depending on how much. Um, how much stock you're buying in um, so that, that can take a while so what you can do is you can offload this this workload to someone else essentially so these things are called prep centers so what what how they work is that you send um, so when you're buying online for example you put the address as this prep center so it could be anywhere um, anywhere in the UK the items go to that prep center they obviously they prepare it um, you know they package it do all their stuff use their packaging labels etc etc obviously you've done your shipping plan before so shipping plan is just like what you want to go in that shipment um, so you've done your shipping plan before you've you know you've let them know you've given them access to your ship shipment part of your account not the whole thing but the shipment part of your shipment part of your Amazon account um, so then they do all that stuff so, so they basically take all that that time to do it so prep centers a good it's a good idea especially if you've got a job um, or you're busy during the day or whatever it, it makes sense to do it because it, it's quite time consuming although you can do it at night um, but it's good to set up a model where you're not like you don't have to do all this like you can outsource the work as long as it makes it as long as it's still profitable so it's again it's good to start like that if, if you want to go down that road just because it, you'll get used to it and you'll get used to absorbing the cost and whatnot um, so with that different prep centers charge different things the I mean the downside is of course you're putting your your products in someone else's hands so we if it, I know if it's me I'm trying to get the products out straight away like same day if I could but with a prep center because they've got other accounts to deal with and wherever they can take a bit longer so you have to take that into account. I mean, to be honest, man, I've had bad experiences with, with well, with the one prep center I use. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but um, yeah, I had a bad experience with them. They just took they just took too long. They and they weren't really getting back to emails, and and that's what I mean. It's like if your if your money and essentially your money because it's your stock, you put money into it. Um, if you're it gets tied up anyway with Amazon sometimes. Sometimes you have to wait for payouts and all that. So something that could be in your hands, you it's it's quite it's quite annoying to to have that in someone else's hands and them not really do their job so i'm sure there's loads of good prep centers um out there but the one one i use i'm not too i wasn't too happy with it um now i actually pay someone just to do it someone local to me um so i pay them on salary to do it uh well not on salary but <laughs> i pay them on contract let's see um, to do that so it just uh, yeah it just makes makes things easier doing it that way um, I mean standard cost it, it depends it can be anything um, I was paying like a pound per product plus VAT 
Um, so obviously, if you can, if you know someone that could do it for you, you could you can charge a lot cheaper. They charge more because like um, it's just more professional, more they pay for the packaging, they pay for all this type of stuff. Um, so it, be, it becomes more, and obviously they've got to pay VAT, they've got a warehouse probably, um, they got all these type of costs. So that's why they charge a bit more. But one pound, one pound of product is it is a bit much, man. Because if you've got like, I mean, with me, I'm shipping in. I could be shipping in 400 products, 300, 400 products a week. Um, so, so that being the case, to pay out 300 pound a week is a bit much. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, so that that's there. That can bite into your profits quite quite a lot. So just be careful with that. Um, but it, it just depends how you want to set up your business. Do you want to be hands on, or do you want to outsource a lot of things? Now, I think if you, if you're kind of taking up the entrepreneurial mindset, which we talked about before. Um, you, you'd really want to outsource as much as you can because this wouldn't be the only thing that you're looking to do. Maybe you're learning something else. So, you, so really, time is the valuable thing. So you want to really outsource as, as much as possible um, without obviously being stupid. Like, for me, like, finding the products, I'm not... Sh- like, paying, paying someone in the Philippines to find products, I'm not sure that that's the best uh, use of outsourcing. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything against it. But I'm just saying it's something that you can do that's not overly time-consuming, especially because you can run scans and just leave them. Um, but something with a prep center or prepping the products, that's very time-consuming. So outsourcing it makes a lot of sense. It's just that you've got to be careful how you do it um, and you've got to choose the right prep center and make sure that you've got a good relationship with them because otherwise, you know, you're just going to get stock held up and, and all sorts. So just, yeah, just, just be careful with that. Um, I think that's, I think that's it, you know, I think we're done here. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's basically it, man. So that's the FBA toolbox. Um, so I mean, yeah, like I said, it, it, if you want everything, it's probably going to be a couple hundred pound per month. But obviously, scale it as you go. So when it becomes worthwhile getting that thing or paying that monthly fee, then yeah, do it. One thing I'll say you probably need straight away is FBA Wizard and the, um, what do you call it? The uh, <laughs> FBA Wizard, you probably need the, the QuickBooks. I'll, I'll get that straight away. And then obviously, like the, yeah, the professional Amazon account, um, I'll get those things pretty much straight away. With FBA Wizard, you've got your two-week thing, so two-week free trial. So try that out. See if it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, then let it go. But it will work. It will work for you. Isn't it? Um, so yeah. So yeah. So another thing, I guess, don't be afraid to to pay these monthly fees. Like they will help. Do you know what I'm saying? They will make money. If they don't make money, then stop them in it. Stop them after the first month. You're out like a month's worth. That's it. Um, but a lot of these stuff that they definitely maximize how much you're gonna make. Um, and yeah, they allow you to make the most of FBA. Um, Amazon by FBA, uh, FBA by Amazon, um, arbitrage business method, <laughs> that's, it took me the longest time to say that sentence, um, but yeah man, anyway, so that's it, I'll call it a day on this podcast, um, well good luck to you, uh, let me know how it goes, if there's any questions you want to ask, because um, I'm going to not get to the end of these podcasts, but like, I'm going to give like a good amount of information and there'll probably be a lot of stuff that I've left out or maybe I haven't explained it that well. So if that's the case, um, just let me know your questions. I'll probably do whole podcasts where I'm asking questions. I'm answering questions, hopefully. Um, and yeah, man, so good luck with everything you're doing and I will catch you on the next one. Take it easy.